The sanctuary city dream lives on. And suddenly AOC had walked into a war zone. The city's on edge. This is not a crowd to lie or lecture to. We seek to do. Close the border! Close the border! What we seek to do is to make sure that all the resources are necessary and that we are joining with the city and state Most real New Yorkers, we don't do photo ops. We don't have time. This isn't Washington, D.C. You don't come to New York City, plant a mic, and tell you, you know, we're better than you. And that we need to be more compassionate and understanding. New York's been pretty compassionate with the migrants so far. We've been paying for $500 a night hotel rooms. We gave them Xboxes, flat screens, cribbage. They don't even play cribbage. We've been doing their laundry for them. We even cooked culturally appropriate food for them after they threw away our PB&Js. AOC having a tough time getting shouted down by her own constituents that she doesn't care about. Was it her own constituents? <laughs> well, some of them. I mean, they're from New York. Well, they're New Yorkers. Technically, they are from New York. I yeah, mean, I guess the, you should have heard some of the actual interviews, man. They were, yeah, I couldn't play them. Well, yeah, New York is is kind of done. Poke them with a fork, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know what it feels like to be in Texas. <laughs> They've been done for a while now. We'll talk about that later on well my brother the the other day said to me he thinks it's chicago or new york is one of them's going to erupt first over this whole thing i think it's going to be new york that's just my vibe because they're a lot more vocal to begin with Mm -hmm. it seems like new yorkers people in chicago i mean they're used to people behaving badly (laughs) in chicago they they are but the the he, he says they're both just ready to b- explode, both right. those cities. Yeah, I think they're, they're I both think on the cusp. I put my money on New York. Probably so. Yeah. Well, it is Thursday. That means we'll have some life hacks for you coming up here mm-hmm. in a little bit. How about your uh, thought of the day? Sounds good. Happiness is having a large, loving, caring, close-knit family in another city. <laughs> <laughs> that's George Burns. Just add the latter part. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I thought he was going to say loving, caring, large bank account. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never too. had that problem. I'm willing to try. Try to have it a, for... a loving, large, caring bank. I don't think a bank account can be caring. <laughs> well, but it can help. The bank only cares if if it's not got enough money in it. That's when if they you care. buy the right carrot cake, which I did not the other day. It could help in your happiness. Uh-huh. I bought the wrong carrot cake. How do you buy a wrong carrot cake? Isn't carrot cake carrot cake? Oh, when you bite into it, you know whether it's right or wrong. Did you buy another carrot cake? No. Or is this the $5 no, carrot cake? No, this is you, the $5 carrot cake. That you made and you said it was for your mother-in-law's birthday, but well, everybody I didn't make, knows the truth. Well, it was already, yeah, it was, it was done at Kroger. and Right. It was on sale and that's where the yellow ticket drew me in. Mm-hmm. Big, bright. It was like almost a neon sign right. saying, come buy me, Mark. Yeah, come it was like me. the... 
the flashing blue light back in the day at yeah. Kmart. I get it. I All got right. sucked in. Blue light special. The calories weren't worth the fight. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. It's too late now. Those are <laughs> those are already consumed. Here's your Mind Jam trivia. 434-248-0704 is the text number. Play along with us this morning. This fruit is often called the poor man's banana. Hmm. During the Great Depression, when other fruits became scarce and expensive, this fruit stood in for more tropical imports like bananas. What are we talking about? So what was the great banana substitute? They used it as, uh, yeah. The poor man's banana. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what uh, they called it. All right. We'll tell you coming up. Uh, On this day in history, it was a big day for TV premieres. Okay. Absolutely this day. I'm looking at the sheet. Yes. In 1957, the definitive Perry Mason TV series debuted here on CBS with Raymond Burr in the title role. What are you doing here, Mason? Just passing. Week after week, Perry Mason took on seemingly unwinnable murder cases, cases that ended with Mason's last-minute discovery of evidence. You ever see this before? <laughs> you know, Perry Mason showing up is kind of like Jim Cantore showing up when there's supposed to be a hurricane. You just don't want to see the guy. Yeah, true. I remember some you of know those. There's trouble. Those last minute confessions were quite amazing. Yeah. I did it. I did it because you know yeah, and then, it was very dramatic. Yes. In 1968, it was another big premiere day for what Adam Twelve. One Adam Twelve. We have a something. Or another. We have a know, talk show host drinking just, Sheets coffee again. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh, God help me. Uh, yeah. One out of 12, one out of 12, handle code three. It's a code three. 12, it's a code three. Wow, sounds like the siren's underwater. Yeah. Those two handsome fellas. Yeah, I've got your wife giving me a Perry Mason confession by text <laughs> over she here. Saying? She's apologizing. For the Sheets coffee? Yeah. Yeah, for encouraging you to get a Sheets coffee. Well. <laughs> oh, boy. She said, just go ahead and do it. Mm, Poor yeah. Janet. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> well, she... it's just Janet. <laughs> who, who freaking cares? Nobody. Drink it up. Have a cupcake. <laughs> you know, why, why not? Doesn't matter. 1970, <laughs> premiering on this day, it's Monday Night Football, created by Rune Arledge and uh, premiering on ABC. What was the score? 31 to 21, Browns over Jets. Stand by videotape and roll tape. And tape is rolling in less than five and three, two, one. Take tape. Isn't that groovy music? Wow. That was totally hip in 1970. From the famous Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, a critical football game in the Eastern Division of the National Football Conference, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys. So, no, are you ready for some football? (laughs) No, that that was when... much uh, later. Oh, gosh. Keith, Keith, somebody was... That's Keith. I can't remember his last name. He's he used to be the one, and he did college ball many years later. Whoa, Nelly was one of his famous phrases. Yeah, he's very very recognizable voice for yep. sure. All right, we got birthdays today. We if do. you're having a birthday, you share it with comedian Bill Murray. He's seventy three today. As long as I'm in my apartment, I'm okay. 
But when I want to go out, I get weird. Talk about weird. Well, I get dizzy spells, nausea, cold sweats, hot sweats, pelvic discomfort. Are you married? I'm divorced. Would you like to talk about that? There are two types of people in this world. Those who like Neil Diamond and those who don't. My ex-wife loves him. There you go. There's a lot of people that like Neil Diamond. It right I told there. you I got in trouble when Neil Diamond came to town and I made some snarky remark. <laughs> I learned my lesson, buddy. Let me tell you. Tell you what. Sweet Caroline. She bomb, came, bomb, bomb. I got it. Sweet Caroline came at you in blue jeans, babe, and beat wow. the hell out of you. Yeah, it was not pretty. <laughs> it was not. Like, there's just some, some people are just hands off. Oh, my gosh. Neil Diamond is hands off. And uh, he looked good in those forever in blue jeans, I heard. Ugh, I always creep me out. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I never understood the there attraction. is a fascination the, though there's a there is yeah. a generation of women oh god who just it's think like he's elvis the be all end all yeah, yeah, yeah they love him they're throwing their depends at gizmo him. says keith jackson keith jackson thank Power you Cosell. thank you very much mm-hmm. actor dave collier is having a birthday today he's turning 64 years old the man of many voices yeah we're actually adding some new characters i'm doing the voices of uh waldorf and statler the two old men who sit up in the balcony yeah and uh you know you know what the best part about this show is oh what's that it ends oh <laughs> i actually did richard pryor's voice in a film called critical condition and it was real weird because like Wow. <laughs> no one knew that I was like a guy with like blonde hair and this face. Very good. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does have a lot of voices in Multi there. Talented. Of course, became famous with Full House. Oh yeah, yeah. Uncle was he? Uncle? No, Uncle Jesse was no, Uncle Jesse the was. other one. Yeah, he was. Was he Uncle or no, just like a? He was just. He was just the just friend. Like the third wheel that. Yeah, he just was. Uh, he went to school with Danny. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. See, I learned. I, I just forgot all the pecking orders there. That's right. Singer Faith Hill also having a birthday today. She's turning 56 years old. I can feel you breathe. over me. And suddenly I'm melting into you. That's what the lady said with Joe Biden. I'm breathing on my hair. Oh, man. I just ruined that song, didn't I? A little bit. How old is she again? 56. And how long has she been married to Tim? They've been married oh, at least 25 years, I'd say. Just the tabloids have, boy, you've sold a lot of tabloids. Yeah, they, they've broken up a lot. Yeah. I mean, just, when you think about it, um, if you believed every time they were supposed to be apart. Right. Wow. They, but they have sold a lot of magazines, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, actress Ricky Lake is having a birthday today. She is turning 55 years old. I'm Lila Seaweed sister. Well, it's nice to meet you, little Inez. This is my best friend, Penny. And Link, you probably know from the show. Wow, you guys really came. Here, everybody, this is Tracy, the baddest white dancer in town. <laughs> this is Link. This is Penny. No matter what you've heard, we are going to teach the white children how to do the birth. Teach them monkeys. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did hairspray for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Alfonso Rebiero turning fifty-two years old today. A lot of sitcom birthdays. Yeah, I, this is. Um, it, he was quite amazing dancer ever before he got on that show with Will Smith. Uh, we'll go in or come out of break with one of the Pepsi commercials that made him famous. 
Telmac presents Alfonso Ribeiro. Hi. You know, I wasn't born a dancer. I learned to do it with a lot of help. And with my help, you can learn too. Moves like the moonwalk. Or the King Tut. It's all right here in my breaking and popping book. Almost a hundred pages that simply and clearly take you through the moon. Man, he even taught other people how to dance. That's the funny. kid was amazing. Yeah. Had his own bop and pop book <laughs> and video to <laughs> go knew? with it. I didn't know. That's crazy. Until I just did this. <laughs> Luke Wilson is also having a birthday today. He is turning 52 years old. The brother of Owen. Excuse me. Are you okay? Did I just put you on the spot like that, like all the time? So you have Stromwell, huh? Yes. Did she do that to you too? No. But she did make me cry once. I mean, not in class. I waited till I got back to my room. But yeah, she'll kick you right in the ball yeah, or wherever, you know. But uh, yeah, she's tough. He edited, self-edited. I'm proud of him. Good job. Liz won't be offended this morning now. Well, <laughs> she's got little ears in her car, Well, it's Mark. a little early. The show's not over yet. I know. But I'm going to work hard at it caffeine. today, Liz. So there's this is that. true. Hey, back to our Mind Jam trivia. Oh, and I also checked on Tim and Faith. 27 years. 27. Yeah. Okay. Pretty yeah, good. Good for them. That's a hard industry to be in at such a high level and, you know, keep that all together. Mm -hmm. This fruit is often called the poor man's banana. During the Great Depression, when other fruits became scarce and expensive, this fruit stood in for more tropical imports like bananas. What fruit are we talking about and what are people guessing? Uh, people have guessed uh, apples. Okay. Uh, they have guessed pears. Joey actually got the answer right. Not Joey, Dave Collier, Joey, but oh. our listener, Joey. Oh. So we'll have the answer when we come back. Okay. A little bit more of uh, Monday Night Football, one of the famous songs that Don Meredith would say when, well, when that scar got so bad that it was unattainable for the team to come back. Turn out the lights. The party's over. <laughs> they say that all good things must end. Call it a night, the party's over, and tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing again. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. You make the toast. We'll bring the jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. You're a whole generation. You're a whole generation. Michael Jackson making That's his... That's he sold out to Pepsi. Yeah, I know. This is where uh, Michael Jackson makes the cameo in, you know, Alfonso's commercial for right. Pepsi. Right, Yeah. I mean, that, it made a star out of him, oh, for gosh, sure. Oh, gosh, it did. And, and I, I didn't today. know for years that it was the same guy that was on... You know, oh, you didn't? No, that I he didn't. he was on Fresh Prince? I, I, I didn't know it was the same guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he even did the moonwalk on the show. Yeah. More, more than once. I was in Bible college. I was pretty much exiled from popular tv at that time the fresh prince yeah hardly cutting edge well you know hey stuff what can i say that's funny all right <laughs> uh our mind jam trivia today that's why when you say you haven't seen that movie yet i was like i was at about a 10 12 year ban from movies oh i missed the whole genre of course some of the movies i wouldn't want to see anyways but some of them i do see i'm right. sorry Let's go back to our mind jam, okay. shall we? 
This is the fruit of the you're, poor man. You're battling within your own brain the caffeine I, I really you've consumed am. this morning. Well, because uh, <laughs> I may have understood what this poor man's banana was during the tough days of going to college as uh-huh. a married student. All right. Uh, during the Great Depression. Uh, in other words, my first marriage. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a joke. Anyways, during the Great Depression, oh, my Lord. when uh, the uh, this fruit became scarce and expensive, people substituted this poor man's banana for other tropical fruits, including a banana. And some people guessed apple. Mm-hmm. Um, pears. Oh, they did say pears? Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to say... Um, I, I'm assuming they were guessing that because those were more readily available in America. We didn't have to bring them in like we did right, bananas from other and other tropical fruits. Yes. Well, then, we were, I, I'm a little stuck then if it's not a pear or a banana. It's a pawpaw. A pawpaw. Today is National Pawpaw Day. Pawpaw. Way down yonder in the pawpaw patch. Okay. Remember that song? No. When you were a kid? No, I was probably banned from that, too. Probably. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, I was living in the den of iniquity known as Tennessee, (laughs) where we sang about pawpaws. And it it wasn't just your grandfather, also called a pawpaw. Uh, Right, right. Well, see, that's where I was going. So I've never I've never had them. Now, we did have a listener who who knew the answer. Joey knew the answer. He said most people have never heard of them. I've never tasted them, but I have heard of them. Apparently, they mimic the sweet flavor of banana, mango and vanilla. Okay. why aren't they? Why aren't they more popular? Popular today, I would think, with the, with those kind of tastes. They should be. I'm looking at a picture right now. They yeah. look rather scrumptious. Yeah. Yeah, about the size of a good size pear. Cut that bad boy open and just eat it with a spoon. It looks yes. rather delicious. Yeah, if it's right and in the palm of your hand. It's very good for you. Okay. Delicious, sweet, right. and have uh, lots of health benefits. All right. I have to go over to the store. I wonder uh, if Todd carries it's pawpaws. native to the eastern United States okay. and southern Canada. Southern Canada, okay. Mm-hmm. So they can probably stand some colder temperatures, yeah. apparently. Well, more so than, than mm-hmm. others. Yeah. And, um, you know, Mississippi, Ohio, Arkansas, Indiana, Kentucky, Mississippi, all those areas have, have pawpaws. So there you go. Oh, I typed in opaw. Uh, and it says, do you mean pawpaw? Yeah, and yes, you did. Yes, I mean pawpaw. That's, that's right. I love the autocorrect on If Google. I could get a pawpaw, I would get a pawpaw, and I would try to do something with it. But... Joey, have you had one? Yeah. Uh, there's even a town in West Virginia made, named after them. Huh. Who knew? Uh, if I ever have a chance, I will I will try it. Just to have a just to know. Just so I can say I know what a pawpaw is. All right, we got some headlines this morning. We do. Dig my papers up here. Governor Glenn Youngkin is taking steps to ensure the Commonwealth plays a role in the oversight of artificial intelligence. We'll talk about uh, the the things that he announced yesterday as in an executive directive. There's a lot of executive directors and directives and orders going around. Biden uses an executive action to create American Climate Corps. Oh, Lord. They're going to run around in their mean? little prissy suits. Was that somebody else that they that got rejected that he's just putting in a position oh, he made prob- up? Probably. Okay. But he is in action to create the American Climate Corps, like okay. the Peace Corps, <laughs> but it's going to be for climate instead. It's just like the Peace Corps, only not useful. They're going to go around to your house and say, do you have a gas stove? That's got to go. And Here after we lose a few of these American Climate Corps soldiers 
to uh, West Virginia and some field somewhere because they stepped on somebody's front porch asking about their gas stove, maybe he'll reconsider. Mm. I'm just saying. Well, we've been talking about um, some some new businesses that have been coming into town. We were talking about the ghost store. Right, yeah. That opened up. A new business, another one has opened up in downtown Lynchburg uh, to help keep people safe. It's called Thug Busters. Thug Busters? Thugs. Oh, like th- you thug. Oh, really? Yeah. Thug, thug Busters. Yeah. Like, huh. I ain't afraid of no thug. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they say that but they could because they're called thug busters right yeah Uh, they sell non-lethal self-defense devices okay and they're just above the new ghost stop store wow how interesting what's happening to downtown i don't know (laughs) i don't know but there's a there's a lot of ghost busting and thug busting and i don't know it's interesting they say they started it to help students stay safe we'll talk more about that okay biden creates and he loves to spend our money. Mm-hmm. Biden creates $4.6 billion grant program to incentivize cities to cut pollution. Okay. So we'll throw money your way if you promise to cut pollution in your cities. He is such a, in such the meantime, a we're bringing all kinds of migrants in and, and making homelessness that's going to create all kinds of garbage for your city. And pollution. But hey. Right. You know, not to mention all that just, fentanyl just coming. Just step across. over those people and right. all that garbage and and you know human waste. No big deal. We just we just want to make sure your environment. Really? I mean, think about that I, for a I, minute. I, I I'd rather not. Oh my word! All right, WDBJ Seven is going to be coming up. They'll have some uh, more headlines for you. Matt Ferguson will. He might even take a peek into the the weekend. The weekend that would be nice weather-wise. We'll have that coming up. And I'll have some life hacks for you because it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Thanks for joining us. Uh, 631. We have Dr. Bob coming up at 806. Hopefully you can stick around. Well, it's cloudy right now. 59 Mm. degrees in Lynchburg. 58 in Bedford. 59 in Roanoke and Salem. 58 in Danville. In Amherst and in Appomattox. So yesterday, if you were in Lynchburg, around Hanover Street, People were being asked to avoid the area, according to police activity. As of 7 p.m., police had not revealed the circumstances of their investigation, but the Lynchburg Police Department tactical team and negotiator were called in. The incident began around 4 p.m. yesterday afternoon, only to find out later they had cleared uh, the street. Police say the threat was called in Wednesday afternoon and was deemed to be unfounded. Uh, the LPD continues to investigate the phone call that was brought in and tied up resources there for several hours yesterday afternoon. Well, the family of a man who died while handcuffed and pinned to the floor for about 11 minutes as he was being admitted to Virginia Psychiatric Hospital has reached an $8.5 million settlement with the state and the county and sheriff whose deputies were involved in restraining him. A judge approved the out-of-court wrongful death settlement on Tuesday, according to public records, uh, Ervo Antino, a 28-year-old black man, died in March after being pressed to the floor of Central State Hospital for 11 minutes by a group of Henrico County Sheriff's deputies and hospital employees. Surveillance video that captured how Antonio was treated at the facility where he was set to receive care sparked outrage across the U.S. and calls for mental health and policing reforms. His death was ruled homicide by asphyxiation. 
10 defendants were indicted on second-degree murder charges, but charges against two of the hospital employees were later dropped. The family said he had a long history of mental health problems and was struggling to breathe while being held down. Some of the defendant's lawyers have said that that, uh, uh, Antonio was combative and they were simply trying to restrain them. The settlement agreement says the state, county, and sheriff have not admitted any liability and deny their actions caused death, but they have agreed to collectively pay the $8.5 million to the family and their attorneys. Okay. So Roanoke Jefferson Center seeking $6 million worth of repairs in order to keep the nearly century-old theater up and running. The former school-turned-art center is asking the city council to cover the cost of the roofing and electrical plumbing repairs and other capital improvements uh, critical to safety. Uh, We're told that uh, fundraising isn't enough and uh, they can only operate uh, a year or two without help so they're seeking that help city manager office is looking into the budget to see if they can accommodate the jefferson center's request i'm just curious your thoughts on that janet i think when it comes to this stuff there needs to be a partnership with the city because it brings in different things yeah but there seems to be plenty of monies out there i don't know if they're prospecting good enough there there are a lot of grants and things uh, out there for this for this type of mm-hmm. event and uh but i mean you know it's hard people say they want theater and they want right. things like that but if you don't go and attend it yeah you know it, it can't <clears throat> it can't happen right so um, it's, it's a catch-22 yeah you got to have the nice place to get the people to show up right but yet you have but to people have, have to show up to have a nice place well yeah but yeah and you have to have the people that are willing you need some philanthropists out there that are willing to say okay i believe in the arts right and put up the monies because i don't i don't know if it's up to the city to raise that six million dollars right or well i mean we went budget. we went through this with uh with the academy it took mm-hmm. decades to right. get the academy uh up and and running and and some would say uh, they're fulfilling their purpose, and others would say, you know, they're kind of all over the place. So mm-hmm. it just depends on who that's you're talking one. to. But that's art in general, right, right. I think. Governor Glenn Youngkin is taking steps to ensure the Commonwealth plays a role in the oversight of artificial intelligence. Youngkin announced yesterday Executive Directive Number 5 on artificial intelligence, acknowledging the critical role state government must play in ensuring effective oversight of the technology the widespread availability of ai products will rapidly expand expand analytical power over the coming years uh Youngkin said this some of these will present opportunities and challenges to virginia's diverse labor technology and education ecosystems as home to a largest population of cybersecurity companies and personnel on the east coast colleges and universities that lead the nation in technology research and development and the most critical national security and military intelligence institution in the nation virginia's exposure to ai impacts is unique so it looks like they are acknowledging both the benefits and the dangers that mm-hmm. AI can can pose and are trying to do something about it. Okay. That's a good thing, I think. I don't know if AI is uh, our solution to employees at the bank, but it could be. If you're a Bank of America employee, you may just want to say, we don't need no stinking AI because they're getting... <laughs> Another raise. Bank of America will raise the minimum hourly wage to $23 an hour in October, 
working toward the goal of being able to pay 25 an hour by 2025. Wow. The company shared the news yesterday in a statement. It will increase the minimum salary at almost 48000 for full-time employees, providing competitive uh, minimum rate. And uh, this is... Uh, I mean, well, you've got sheets paying $14 well, I, I, dollars I, an I hour. Know. You know? But it's it's going... Now, this is the interesting thing. They took part of the bailout money back in 2009. Oh, yeah. They were part... They were one of the banks that took that money. Mm-hmm. And since 2010, by the time they get to that 2025 increase, they will have had a 121% increase in pay since 2010. That pretty much keeps up with Joe's inflation, doesn't it? And then some. This is exactly what we said was going to happen. You know, when they started talking about this whole $15 minimum mm-hmm. wage, it, the minute that starts taking place, all of a sudden people who've been making, you know, $15 and, and were making it okay. And thought they were doing way, good. Yeah. They're like, you know, and they, you know, our education's paid for and, you know, everything. And now it's like, okay, now I'm making minimum wage. Right. And psychologically, it messes with people. It does mess with you. And, exactly. And so it's you're in this vicious circle. And, and to crazy. keep people, you know, and I know somebody has got a small business. And when they did that, uh, raised these minimum wage rates. I right. mean, he was paying his guys above that, but it was creeping up to what they were already making. And now he's got to bump that up. What do you think is going to happen to your costs, people? They're going to go up. Yeah. Oh, it's great for everybody. The cost of everything is going up, and it's never, never coming back down. No. Sorry. It, it can't. But you're going to need a wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread. Right. I mean, we're practically there now. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, crazy. And I just I just heard on Gordon Deal's show right before, and I don't want my brother-in-law to hear this, but the next 90 days, diesel prices are going to be insane mm. because of the way the, the flow of oil has been and there was some particularly bad oil coming out of russia and it affected the diesel diesel prices and if diesel prices for the next 90 days go up what do you think that's going to do to your grocery bill what's going to it's not just the grocery bill it's going to impact everything right that impacts absolutely everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's okay you can spend a couple million dollars and get yourself a nice electric truck right It'll just take you four times as long to deliver anything. But, hey. That's where we're going. You know, it certainly feels that and way. get that gas stove out of the kitchen. <laughs> it becomes a relic out, out in the backyard. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm just wondering when people are going to be fed up and say enough. I, I think it'll be too late. Yeah. But. It could be. But a lot of interesting things happening. You know, we got this state election coming up. And. Uh. Certain people in our area, are uh, they're taking notice, especially some of the Republicans that are running for state elections. And Bob Good uh, could be in some some situations. Right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens not only this November but next November. Life hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. Well, I've got some life hacks for you this morning, and we're going to start out with some life hacks for the kitchen because, well, you know, that's my happy place. Uh, If you're wanting to make some naturally sweeter lemonade without adding a bunch of sugar in there, uh, you can do that by roasting the lemons before you squeeze them. Mm. Yes. 
you uh, should cut them in half, roast them in the oven, and it will draw out their natural sweetness and will also reduce some of that, you know, real acidic kind of thing. Okay. And once they've cooled, you're left with a, a juice that has a rich, very kind of sweet flavor to it. Nice. And you'll have a, a much nicer little, you know, I, glass I was, of lemonade there. I was not for you. aware of that. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, here's another tip. If you use a cast iron skillet, I get asked this question a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you take care of a cast iron skillet? Um, there are ways that you can cure your skillet, but when I go to clean my skillet, mm-hmm. uh, and especially if, if it's if they've gotten kind of funky, uh, one of the best things you can do is you can mix like some kosher salt or any salt will do, but uh, like a thicker coarse salt with a little bit of olive oil and you use that to scrub that skillet. Okay. So you scrub it's it really good. It's not a perfectly good. flat surface on the inside. It's got a little, it's a little bit rough, right? Yeah. Well, maybe then, then some other skillets, right. but, but once. Like your copper plated. Right. Which makes Johnny's testosterone just go south. What are you talking about? I thought I heard these copper, these Teflon and all that stuff is affecting men. Haven't you heard that? I I haven't heard that copper did that. Well, I don't know anything that's plated, and you go to scrape it. Well, you don't have to worry about that with some of the copper ends up in your scrambled eggs or whatever. It can't be good for you. I mean, I used to eat pennies. I mean, look what it did to me. Yeah, I don't know that that's accurate, folks. He might be talking about the the coating on. I'm talking about the coating. Okay, that's Teflon. Teflon. Yeah, not copper. Okay, all right, that's okay. Uh, So, if you're wanting to take care of your skillet, oil, salt. Scrub it down really good. And then all you have to do is just, you know, wipe it out with a paper towel oh, and okay. leave it. Soap is not your your friend to your cast iron skillet. It's not. No. And many marriages have broken what? because men have put cast iron skillets in the dishwasher. Don't oh, and, do it. Oh, 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 I can't. Don't do it. Saying, yeah. It will end very badly and you'll end up on one of those Dateline shows wow. and that's never good. Wow. Yeah. All right. We'll have more coming up a, a little bit later. If you end up with... If you end up on a Dateline show because of that, it's just going to be... Anybody who cooks with cast iron knows that that is a no-no. You you don't do that. Okay. Them spiting words. Wow. Yeah. Learning all kinds of new stuff this morning. 647 on this Thursday. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. My message to the, the, CEOs, the CEOs is, you know, at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I don't know. It's crazy, all right. What? Was that, that from was, yesterday? That, that, that was Fetterman at the, uh, at the rally with the... The union types over there. At the oh Lord! UAW. I mean, oh, the, he was sending a message to the CEO. Yes, yes. How many C- CEOs? Right. How many? How many yachts do you need to ski behind? Right. right. Do the, you ski behind a yacht? I, I wasn't don't aware you, of that. I think you have ski boats for that. Yeah. Sometimes maybe you could pull a boogie board or something, but not maybe. a skier. I don't know that or yachts go fast enough to really maybe. do that. Yeah. Right. 
But wow. he's out there fighting for, you know, the common man. Oh, Lord. I just don't know how we got here. Um, if you are a drinker of We're diet, here, though, dadgummit. Of diet drinks, you might want to pay attention to this next story. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, they just released some information about aspartame and right. and world health and, and all that. Two a week. Is two a week okay or am I in danger of well, something? Well, I mean, I, I've... I just try to stay away from it. I mean, yeah. I've never, I never would let my kids my, eat it. I, I have my diet, Dr. Pepper, at why, least why, once. Or, just give, get yourself a regular Dr. Pepper. Just drink the regular Dr. The sugar's Pepper. Sugar's better for me. If sugar. I've always said sugar is better than at least the Lord made sugar. Right. Well, you know, you don't know what this yeah. this other stuff is you, like you, an windshield wiper fluid. Igor made the aspartame. Uh, Look uh, what it does. The non-sugar, low-calorie sweetener aspartame, which is the, the thing that you see the most mm-hmm. in sugar-free items, um, has been linked to potential problems with memory and learning. Holy cow. This is a study coming out of Florida State University. It was published in the uh, journal Scientific Reports. And male mice who consumed aspartame, even levels deemed safe by the FDA, had offspring that demonstrated spatial learning and memory deficits. Holy cow, could this be the what? problem with the whole society? Maybe. These diet drinks? Have been around for a long time. Wow. I mean, saccharin had its own issues. Oh, it did, yeah. One group consumed 15% of the FDA's maximum recommendation intake. Mm. In- take that's uh the equivalent of four eight ounce sodas the second group consumed seven percent which would be the equivalent of two Mm -hmm. a third group consumed only water the mice were tested in mazes at intervals for four weeks eight weeks and 12 weeks the one who drank only water were able to find the safe box to escape from the maze much faster than the ones who had consumed aspartame The uh, aspartame groups eventually completed the task, but they took much longer and sometimes needed extra help. There also seems to be an overlap in terms of learning, memory, and anxiety. That, um, in the sense that often there's an emotional component to our learning, they say. The second thing we noticed, unlike the anxiety research, was uh, this went on in one generation. It was not seen in the grandchildren, only in the children which is another line of support that these kinds of transmissions occur due to changes in sperm. Based on the study findings, they suggested the FBA take a closer multi-generational perspective on the effects of aspartame. See, this is, this is what kills me. You know, people want to, they, they get all crazy over like, you know, for example, the vaccine mm-hmm. and, and all, all this stuff. And we're consuming things. We've been consuming it for decades after decades after decades. We don't know what it's doing to us. Right. And we don't think anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm beginning to think FDA approved doesn't mean squat <laughs> yeah, well, with anything. So I'm wondering what your definition of FDA is. Come up with something nice at 434-248-0704. Have some fun with it. Ran into some people that went to Liberty many, many years ago. And uh, the Zoka, what's the name of the food company? Sadoka, I think, that's there now that provides the food. Do a really good job. We had what was called Saga. Saga was back in the 80s, and that's who provided all the food services. And, of course, our Cold War was going on at the time, and people came up with what Saga meant, the acronym. 
Soviet mm-hmm. attempt to gag America. So um, what would be what would your just for some fun FDA? What do you think it means? <laughs> uh, Teresa your said, definition said Janet the Lord made nightshade too. That's true, <laughs> and nightshade is very useful when properly used. I mean, it is. Mm-hmm. Also, if you know somebody's needs to be put down you can do that too but not that we encourage that but there but there are things um well and cocaine is another example yeah um it that is derived from the cocoa the cocoa plant which has very useful yeah you'll leave it to man to abuse it sure but um but i don't know that aspartame has any of those qualities right right you know yeah I, I, don't I mean, know. we want to do stupid stuff like, you know, take the pods and eat them. Right. You know, the kids were doing that, what, a few years back? Or, yeah, smoke them or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane. Right. To get a rush. Yeah. You know, of some sort. I mean, you think about, you know, foxglove. That's where you get digitalis from. Mm-hmm. And that that can be helpful or it can be deadly. Right. Um, well, even fentanyl in the right Right. It's useful. Is, is a sure. useful thing that in we In the use. right hands. Yeah. But, but well, mom, not like the Henry County guy thing, that had a hundred grams plus, which would kill fifty thousand people. Right. Mom's thing was always um, just have some common sense, and common that's sense. kind of the way she was with artificial sweeteners. Okay, yeah. you know they're called artificial for a reason. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and that's like when she started when they started giving hormones to chickens. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time she started seeing chicken breasts like that. She's like, yeah, not Holy buying cow. that. Holy cow. And she would say, "There, that chicken wouldn't even be able to stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just no way. Right? That's not natural. It's not normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we—that's what we've done to our food, though. Yeah, we have. In more ways than one. Bigger and better, we've manipulated the the different things with the, you know, the fruits, the vegetables, all that stuff. But if you tracked how many things that we were told were safe, mm-hmm. and then a few decades later, we're like, oh nope, that's not safe, and things that we were told." You know, like when they said replace butter with margarine. Butter's bad. Right. Use margarine. Use will well, grease. Margarine is infinitely worse for right. you than butter. True. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's well, crazy. The debate's gone back and forth about coffee. Of course, the debate happens every morning here if I come in with a and sheets wine. coffee. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's there's not no re- debate. Well, there. that's not really coffee. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's sugar with a little bit of flavoring. That's anyway, right. um, the debate whether it's good or bad for you. Of course, the last one I've heard is that it can help, you know, uh, stall the onset of uh, Alzheimer's. You know, caffeine can right. help with with holding that back. Again, it back a bit. excess of anything. Yeah, it's not a good is thing. not good. We need. You know, we need food. Right. But if we eat too much food, then we're killing ourselves. True. So. That's why I stay away from the buffet. Too much now. of the wrong foods. Yeah. I mean, we are the fattest, most malnourished country. Yeah, true. True. You know? Yeah. Leave it to America to make that happen. <laughs> coming up, we've got CBS at the top of the hour and our own Bill Trefero coming to you from the Roanoke News Desk here on the Thursday edition of The Morning Jam.